0: Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway
1: today. Does this shirt look matronly? My fashion ask of you. Does your shirt look matronly? I tried to do a French tuck, but I'm worried I've got um, bosom (laughs) problems.
0: (laughs) What's a French tuck? Is it you know, just the, t-
1: the slight tuck? The slight tuck. Oh, my God. You know what a French tuck is, right? I had to infer. Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I had to read between the lines on that one. I think I picked it up. Anyway.
0: All right. Does it look matronly? Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what I
1: wanted. <laughs> you look beautiful, Thank as you, always. Jane. A beautiful matron.
0: Yada, welcome along to the real pod. Our minds are fizzing
1: all over the floor.
0: <laughs> um, dinner party. Whoa, crack open the prochesco. <laughs> 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 Whatever she said, I don't know. <laughs> Prishish, oh, What's this one? Who knows? But uh, crack it open anyway. Be careful of the light fixtures. It's going to be a good old time on the pod today. This what is the real awake. pod. It's your reality recap podcast. I'm joined by Alex Casey. Uh, my name's Jane Yeh. I'm joined by Alex Casey.
1: Hi, Jane. Hi. I'm just going to say we've got a new setup today, and I feel like this is like a hard hitting Interview right now. Yeah, we're like, sitting like directly across from each other. I'm not used to. It. I don't like. I, I mean, we'll get into it for intimacy <laughs> week, but I have a real problem with eye contact. <laughs> we are rusting it up yeah, right you're now. We are like, so on I'm me. not blinking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we have so much to cover about the most important news. Well, let's let's play the real news stick because we've got some really real, real news. The realest news in all the world, in all of history of all time, is that I'm coming back, baby. Alex Casey (laughs) is coming back to the spin-off officially. (laughs) I'm so excited. I've been sitting (gasps) on this lovely morsel, not literally, but I've been sitting on this lovely morsel for, you know, uh, like a week or something now, Mm -hmm. and it's been very hard
1: not to share the news, but it's out there. It's very exciting. Welcome back, thank you, Jane. I will be returning in a slightly new capacity as um, features features editor. Oh, there was a we throw we throw around the word senior in there. I don't know if it made it or not, but you know, with my new matronly blouse and sort of uni boob aesthetic, I think senior is what I would like. Um, but yeah, I'll be returning, writing full time, working with the writers, and most importantly. Back to the real part yes. in a full official capacity. Once Bachelor's finished. I feel like this is, uh, it's a real homecoming. It's a homecoming. Um, I've done a bit of an OE. I've learned some things about myself and the world. Um, but yeah, time to come home.
0: I don't feel like I'm going to cry. I'm not going to cry.
1: Okay, <laughs> you've also got some um, other news. Oh, huge news on the corny front. I made a corny, and you'll love this, At a gig. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Me at a gig, Friday night. Never been there before to a gig. (laughs) At Whammy Bar, would you believe it? Wow. Full noise. Auckland was out on Friday
0: night. I 100% guarantee I won't even know the name of the band
1: you were there to see. Well, there was was a combo, and I can't tell you any of them either. (laughs) But I had a nice time. But I was feeling a little, you know, not in my usual element. And then I was... Standing next to this young woman, <laughs> who turned and looked at me, and I looked at her, and we did a thousand-year gaze, and I felt like I knew her. I felt like I'd known her all my life. And she grabbed me by the elbows and stared at me and went, "I'm a corny. <laughs> I'm a corny, and I'm so sorry." It's <laughs> <laughs> the true, real podcast. way. Like, That's how you just. And I was like, "No, I'm sorry." <laughs> And then we just like kind of embraced and then got pulled apart by our respective parties because I think we were being a bit noisy and there was quite a um, it's like sort of sombre solo <laughs> male musician on stage and we were being very shrill. But it was it was a gorgeous moment and I just encourage you all to just open with I'm a corny and I'm sorry <laughs> in everything that you do <laughs> from now on. Did you catch the corny's name? It was, uh, it was Alice, Alice Sarney. Oh! I oh, corny, I yeah. thought. Yeah, I was like, what's I was like, oh my god, I know you. If
0: I recognise the name, uh, you're active. You're yeah. one of our active corny corns. And if you're listening to this, and like, what the f are they talking about? The corner is our Facebook page. It's a group. Uh, it's a private group, but access is quite easy. Uh, <laughs> so head along if you want to discuss maths. That Gen Z and also literally anything, anything. else. Anything. Food, <laughs> drinks. <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash RealPodCorner is the place to go. In fact, there is a question which is like just why, why, do you, why you want in. Is <laughs> but, that the question but, now? Is that <laughs> the security question? That's just, <laughs> it's a security question. <laughs> so I'm judging you on your answers to that, and I think that this week especially it would be a good opportunity to use I'm a corny. I'm That'll sorry. Get you point.
1: Have you turned anyone down recently?
0: Only people that I recognise from reality shows that oh, I know no. it and to,
1: <laughs> to get some intel on themselves
0: and then probably get stroppy with us. Uh, okay. Anyway, let's uh, let's roll into reality check. I have four weeks to decide if I'm going to drop my
1: entire life. I am disgusted at how much you have copied my husband. <laughs> <laughs> reality
0: check.
1: Right. Who should we start with? Do you have a preference? Oh, my God. Should we get the the nothings out of the way? Booker and Brett? No offence. No offence, Booker and Brett. No offence,
0: Booker and Brett. Um, Lovely people having a lovely time. They had a really super short
1: commitment ceremony. Uh, They didn't – she didn't even talk. I don't I didn't even write them I I didn't even write anything down for the commitment ceremony. Um, stay stay. Stay stay, but Brie also did that call. Cool, oh, the cool right. S. <laughs> this, the what is that called? I don't know. The, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I see this is how uncool I was at school. No one even showed me how to do the cool you S. You know the cool S? Oh yeah,
0: it's three lines at the top, three yeah. lines at the bottom, join the you know, middle to the left and
1: the middle to the right and all of that. Yeah. Jonathan's Ladies and gentlemen in
0: corns, this is Jonathan. He's our uh, our engineer on the podcast.
1: Doing a class on the the Cool S.
0: Yeah. Can you tell – so do you know what it's called?
1: Just The Cool S? Co- the Rad S? The Cool S? The, re-
0: the, the, S, the Cool <laughs> S. <laughs> the cool I mean, the fact you knew exactly what we were talking about, having not seen the show,
1: um, I think it, Cool S is fine. Also known as the Stussy S. Oh, yes. And that's Wikipedia saying Right. Wow. Superman
0: S. Okay, all of the things. Um, intimacy week for Booker and Brett was a load of giggles, really.
1: They had fun, and I I, I enjoyed uh, Booker's sort of character. She's very <laughs> play, very character based. Yes, uh, Oksana, I believe the Russian. Uh, I am boss. You are maggot. Is that okay? By the way, which part? Just the, the the kind of the Russian dominatrix
0: stereotype. Oh god. Yeah. Well, I mean, you didn't do it. We're just, no, I'm we're, just we're reporting.
1: reporting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, they start off their first. Their first task was they, they got the box of goodies, uh, and they were so into it. Like hold them back, they dived into that box. There were instruction cards in there. There were Ferrero Rochers. There was a feather tickler, and um, oh, they also had to do some finger sucking. I think that was the instru- on the instruction card. That was the
1: first card they pulled out, and, yeah. and Booker sucked Brett's finger, and he made this like guttural sound. It was like it's hot, <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and then she was like. Annoyed that he was like into it. It was quite funny. She said that makes my hymen reclose, <laughs> which is also a, a myth. You know, it's a myth about virginity. I think we should just think about think about hymens okay. more seriously because it's not it's not what no, you no think. It's no joke. It's not what you think. Hymens a no joke, and I'm just reporting.
0: <laughs> when she did her little B and D session with him, he was wearing paisley boxer shorts. Don't think they were satin, but they were paisley, and he just went down. It's a slight notch for me. If they're not satin,
1: what are they? Mm, cotton, cotton paisley. I thought that was a brief. Like I don't understand men. I don't understand things. men. Things. I don't understand <laughs> men. Full stop.
0: <laughs> um, right. I see. Another part of the intimacy is a ten-minute makeout session. Everything uh, from the waist up was totally uh, up for grabs, literally. But no. Touching or grinding specifically, are instructed from the waist down. Um, Booker cannot do intimacy without
1: a character. So oh, true. She popped on a beret? <laughs> she
0: did. She popped on a beret. I wonder if that's like weirdly almost like it's hard for her to be just herself
1: romantically. I think they both just love a joke. Yeah. And but, I think that is her being herself. right. And maybe it's just different strokes for different folks. I
0: mean, certainly different strokes for different folks, and we'll get oh, a lot to of strokes. We will get but, to um we'll get to Milana and Jason's
1: strokes. Booker might be a spy. Oh my god. Like an actual Well, think of the characters. Think of the costumery. <laughs> the costumery to hand. <laughs> She's travelled the world, international, metal band, yes. she says. Yeah. But could just be an excuse to be on the road.
0: I mean, I'm quite into the metal scene and I've never seen her before. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not into the metal scene. What did I say? That. And the
1: Jets. <laughs> You're in the Brits Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh, Alex Casey, so good.
0: Um, two minutes into the Pash session, and she was a bit bored. She's like, hand on hip, not touching him. Yeah. And um, and basically, she starts moving hijinks to the full lick of his face from chin
1: to forehead. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, that's great. That's fine. And they got to about nine minutes of that. That's a good effort. That's the best anyone did, I think. It's a long time. It's a long time. And so she got Pash rash soon after, because Brett's got some stubble. Got some stubble. Got some stuff going on there, and... I um, I appreciate the commitment. I hope that she had some. She did have some pawpaw to hand actually, which is good. Yeah, no, that's handy. Okay, uh, right. Let's move on. Who's next?
0: Uh, what about John James? Joe and James. Oh I'm going JJ. off James. JJ's takeaways. Going um, off James. Okay. So it's another short one of the commitment ceremony. They both say stay, but significantly she says stay for now.
1: <laughs> Why does she have to do that? Yeah I, I mean it's cruel. That's like
0: the thing is that's basically what everyone's saying when they write stay is yeah. stay for now. Yeah. So it's it's that's like the base level. You don't need to add that on. Mm. and of course that threw him. He's quite a sensitive bloke, and it threw him for a loop. So while all was fine at the commitment ceremony, it had severe repercussions on the rest of their week. Those two words, for now.
1: For now. The walls were back up, and then when all the intimacy challenges started rolling in, James was just like,
0: He put barbed wire on top of the walls at that point. (laughs)
1: Um, They got the the lovely
0: box of goodies as well. She chooses a massage oil and thinks that the physical contact will help get them closer. There's a lot of, like, one person on one page and one person on an entirely different page throughout Intimacy Week, and this is one of those instances. He's still really, really uncomfortable and finding the whole Intimacy Week extremely hard work. He's trying to take things slow. Then they had the make-out exercise. And James is just like, barbed wire. Yeah. Just don't want to. The, can we
1: skip to the next task? Do the next one. Do the melt, the, melt, the hug, the melting <laughs> hug. The melting I hug. love the melting hug. If I had to choose one, I think, that'd be it. I mean, depending on who it is,
0: I'd choose anyone. anyone. Or, all of them or none of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought it was funny. I thought the Ferrero Roches were funny. <laughs> like, in an erotic situation, Ferrero Rochia, very difficult to eat.
0: Yeah, uh, you know what? Do you go one and done? I can't one and done. Mm. Uh, my, my mouth is an in-between size. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I can't, like when you get hors d'oeuvres at a, at a fancy party. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can never shove that whole thing in. Yeah. It's wow, s- that <laughs> sounds very <laughs> yeah. rude. I apologise. It's intimacy week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, like a, a piece of sushi. You know, no, 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 never, not one, never, either. unless it's
0: the kids' size ones from St. Pierre's that my my kids leave over <laughs> leave after dinner. <laughs> Those are fine.
1: So with the Ferrero Rocher, like, what's the what's the situation around the chocolate? Is basically what I'm asking. Okay,
0: well, one of two things. You could, I guess, you could sort of. I don't know, do some sort of smearing, use the body heat to smear the rich air oh. and then kind of,
1: I don't know, crumble But the, that's so callous. It is. a well, hazelnut crumb. Body, body scrub at the same time. Body scrub Multi <laughs> I was doing some sort of, um, you know, when like a magician... <laughs> you know Jonathan? David Bowie in... With a in um, labyrinth with the with balls. A, with a glass ball. <laughs> What's that called? You know about things? Just, gesturing. <laughs> G- gesturing. Gesticulating. <laughs> With like a magic sort of Ferrero as like an erotic dance. I don't know. That's nice. Also, though, consider
0: the fact just a break between activities. Just stop and have a Ferrero. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, energy boost. I just think they're overrated. I think it's a separate podcast. They certainly are. You know, and, and
1: we've talked about the fact that, that it's Nutella inside them right yeah 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 like Ferrero is the Nutella brand and oh. it's the greatest it's the greatest scam the devil ever pulled <laughs> <laughs> okay back to uh, James and Joe she's really disappointed he won't
0: even give it a go and she floats the option of like a three minute kiss uh, he suggests 10 seconds <laughs> and then they have what is about a three second kiss and at the
1: end of it he goes that's enough happy. Oh my god! Let's put the soccer Pop on. The soccer on. <laughs> oh, it's over for them. Mate. He's annoying me now, though. Same,
0: like that. He's 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 but overreacting. But she's annoying
1: me as well. Yeah, I mean,
0: I don't I don't love either of them now. Just like just leave both of you. That's fine.
1: Oh gosh, who next? Uh, Russell? Should we go? Should yeah, we yeah, talk let's, about let's, Russell and it's pull, it, pull out a good one.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> the commitment they Sarah They're from different worlds is no affection. Russell cannot. Not be on his reserved side of the bed. And as a result, uh, because Beth has taken over the side of the bed that he would ordinarily sleep on, he's on the couch.
1: I love it. He is a man set in his ways and he must get up at 4am every morning to go dirt biking (laughs) somewhere, somehow. And he wrote leave, right? Yeah. He wrote leave and she wrote stay. That was a real surprise. I was gutted because I was like, oh, they're definitely going. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe Beth wrote stay. But I
0: kind of love it. <laughs> so, intimacy week was. Uh, Russell, he's put his walls up. Everyone's bloody building walls. Uh, it's a it's a fortress around here. Uh, Beth is not giving up. I admire her tenacity um, with mm-hmm. Russell. She's she's going to give it a red hot go, and they do the eye gazing. And this was probably the highlight of the entire week for me. There was a lot that happened this week, but this mm-hmm. was so good. Alessandra states that you have to – it's not staring, it's gazing. And me, pleb, sitting at home, like, what's the difference? Like, Mm. how can you possibly tell? And then then when Russell gets involved, I'm like, oh, that's staring. (laughs) That's the
1: difference. Like Hannibal Lecter (laughs) staring. And his hair – he looked like – you know, I feel like he often looks like a little boy. Mm. And he looked like a little boy with his hair pushed forward, like, in a staring contest with his friend. Okay, honestly, it's
0: like when he – he found out this was the task you almost saw him like gleeful because mm. he knows he's really good at a steering competition <laughs> he's like I got this I'm take a bitch down
1: <laughs> he said um, he was like I feel like I was looking into you and she's like what did you say and he was like you <laughs> <laughs> like, there's just nothing behind Russell. I which think I you gave of... him
0: a very generous impersonation there, because it wasn't nearly as romantic <laughs> when he said it. <laughs> True, it does look romantic written down. And he, But he was like, he did not blink. No. At all. No. And, st- and she had, like, a little wonky smile on his face, like, no, like knowingly, I've got this. Yeah. And she was trying to gaze, and I uh, just... Beth was also, she was, like, doing some, a lot of faces. Yeah, because I think "Mm." think she was trying to get him to do something other than the, like, psychotic stare.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She was trying to break him. Yeah. Well, as we found out, Beth is, like, very into, like, intimacy weeks and all of the things around that. Before we leave
0: the stairgazing, gazing. Oh, yes. The reason he didn't blink? Didn't want to waste time blinking. (laughs)
1: It's just, good. it's just good Cannot logic. argue with that.
0: No. They have an uninterrupted listening exercise, which is
1: where we find out Beth is kinky as all oh, hell. She is open to things. She... Tantra, toys, porn, threesomes. Yep. And Russell's face. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Russell's face is, and then I didn't finish the sentence because <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Just completely blank again. I feel like he's like... I, hearing words he's never heard before.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, we have evidence of that. But he says, um, I guess I think I'm kind of just into the pedestrian stuff, just me and the chick. Don't know much about the toy side. Yeah, I'm useless with knots, so I guess ropes are out of the question. Sex with me is like going to the supermarket, not the organic one where I don't know what anything is. It's like, yeah, this is what I want. This is what I want today. This is what I'm getting today. Life's good. You can go low and slow. Like a brisket. I mean. <laughs>
1: like a brisket. Oh, Who doesn't Russell. want lovely brisket sex? Pedestrians sort of <laughs> brisket sex at your favourite supermarket. And she's like, oh, that's vanilla sex. And he's like, you're into mantra. Yeah, sorry, you're into, what was it, mantra? <laughs> mantra tantra. Oh, have two people ever been less compatible? But at least to sex things up a bit, Russell decided to wear his toe socks. <laughs> no, just toe socks. Of oh. course he has, several pairs, just a great look.
0: I bet he's got like the ones that you go on the sea as well. Oh, yes. Toe socks for the sea. Yeah, yeah. Toe socks for the sea. He has a hoon on the wrong side of the bed just to, to try and meet, meet Beth halfway, uh, but it didn't work out. Couldn't even make it halfway, kept rolling out. Um, <laughs> so he woke up in the morning on the couch I don't know why I find it so funny, but when Rusty wheels his bike out for a wee ride in the morning, I just find it hilarious.
1: (laughs) It's just so huge. (laughs) He's
0: got it up on the one wheel to make sure he can manoeuvre it through the apartment. He's got, like, so much
1: cycling gear on, all colour coordinated, matching his bike. Yeah, you know he's got a little, like, bum bag with various jellies in it and all that sort of stuff. Oh. (laughs) Oh,
0: He needs to wheel out his woman for a ride, I think. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) She'd be up for it. He needs to just get <laughs> he needs to take advantage of the situation and just I mean, they'll both be happy. She wants a route. But yeah,
1: uh, but I don't I don't think she wants Russell to no, 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 no,
0: She probably doesn't. Not but I all. I think the fact that she shared all that information was kind of like a, an invite to at least at least consider the idea together. Yeah. You trip, know?
1: Trip to the supermarket. <laughs>
0: um bad news, Rusty and I could never share a bed together because I am on the same side of the bed that Rusty is. Now, okay. what side's that? Okay, if you're... Oh, I'm in bed. Okay, you're lying in bed like you're in a <laughs> coffin. Yeah. I'm on the left side.
1: I'm on the right side. Oh, great. Yeah. Another <laughs> another,
0: another tick in your column, Alex. <laughs> yes. Edging closer to marriage. <laughs> Okay, Jake and Beck at the commitment ceremony. He's not here to find a friend, uh, especially not to find a friend who's rude. And she is rude. <laughs> um, she told him he sucks the life
1: out of her. <laughs> she is so mean. She's extremely brutal. Yeah, and
0: the thing is, he. You know, there are some. I mean, e- even though I think Sam is an A-grade asset, Coco is. A strong personality and perhaps... But there's nothing about Jake no. that
1: can rub you up the
0: wrong way. No. He's
1: just a lovely fellow. And I really don't like the way that she, like, is constantly talking about the tongue down the throat thing. Like, a, you know, like, making him seem like this lecherous, like, piece. Yeah, and how
0: he... Uh, she's really fixated as well on how he he sort of went... You did a kind of a little whistle when she walked down. It was like a very tame sort of a whistle. It was one you wouldn't even call it a wolf whistle, more like a, no. like a puppy whistle <laughs> when she walked down the aisle. Um, and I feel like she might have been equally offended if he didn't acknowledge how great she looked. So I hope not knows what's going on in her head. You
1: can't win. I'm some not other fan. things. Some other things we found out. She said she told him to man up, which is you know. And I think particularly given who Jake is and his story, exactly. like that's uh, he's especially the wrong person to say that to. Um, Reminded him that he was boring um, and also thinks that he has 2,000 personalities. And when she was, like, hit up about using those sorts of, you know, that sort of harsh language, she was like, well, you know, we've acknowledged that we have different definitions around words. And, you know, when I use them, I'm only talking about his personality. (laughs)
0: Oh, my God. That's just, like, not making it any better. No.
1: It's like the Bryce syndrome of you think if you just be honest and keep repeating all the horrible things that you've said, like, there's some sort of honour in that there's There's not
0: (laughs) also if you can fault if you can fault Jake on one thing it's that perhaps he doesn't have enough personalities yeah certainly not 2000
1: (laughs) (laughs) and he he said that he he told her his star sign when they first met because he thought she might be interested in that, which oh, yeah. is apparently another red flag. Yeah, what yeah, like trying to
0: change. It's one of his personalities. is mm. the one where he pretends he's interested the in Capricorn. astrology. Yeah, he tries. He tries to tap into her interests to get to know her better. How dare he? Fake, fake. <laughs> Bec moved out. After the commitment ceremony, because Jake went and hung with the boys. Again, selfishly, because why Why would he want to hang out with the boys when he could go home to his lovely, adoring wife? <laughs> he was basically ripped to shreds in the
1: commitment ceremony and then mm. was like, you know what, well, I'm going to get a bevy with the lads. Mm. And she, also, moved, she moved out over that. She, um, John Aiken, kind of threw down on her a bit as well, which we don't see happen that often, and I do feel like could have happened to the men at several opportunities already, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it's okay We'll, okay. Just, we'll target back That's so fine. It's fine And was sort of like I can only see one of you Being warm And em- Is it
0: empathic? He said empathic em- Empathic yeah, What's was- going on there? Is empathic? It- empathetic? Maybe both are okay I feel like he'd know I feel like as someone who Yeah Maybe has a fake Fake degree in psychology He'd know um, When to use Empathic and empathetic
1: Empathic versus empathetic What's the diff? They mean the same thing. Okay. Empathic is the older word, but not by much. First used in 1909. First recorded use for empathetic in okay. 1932. I think that's him just showing off that he's uh, that he's an expert. <laughs> <laughs> an ancient
0: expert <laughs> from ye olde days. <laughs> Classic bloody Jake trying to make amends with Beck immediately apologises. Doesn't try to defend the fact that he went out with the guys. Said he, he just, he's not defensive at all. At which point she's like, the moustache has to go.
1: Yeah. When are we going to talk about the fact that he grew a giant handlebar moustache
0: overnight? Well, that's just one of his personalities, right? <laughs> moustache yeah, guy. I don't, I don't trust him. <laughs> uh, they, they kind of end up on good terms, but they're in separate apartments. They do some eye gazing. And what happened there? Was it fine? It was quite I can't intimate. remember.
1: I, I think that. It seemed to have been quite successful. Jake said it was the most intimate thing he's ever done. Yes. With a person, which is pretty full on.
0: I mean, I think there's a difference between like sex intimacy and kind of romantic Eye intimacy. I intimacy. Eye intimacy. <laughs> and then whatever it is that Russell does. Yeah. <laughs> which is neither sex intimacy nor <laughs> romantic intimacy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I definitely wonder. I don't think we saw them do the other challenges, e.g. the highly scientific 10-minute make No. But I just wonder how Bex will feel about that. I think everyone be... got a
0: different combo of challenges, yeah. so they may, may never have been delivered there. I think Alessandra was trying to make them where they are, which is what we'll, we'll discuss more with Alana and Jason. But <laughs> at the end of the eye-gazing, she does ask about sleeping arrangements, you know, uh, implying that perhaps it, she's open to Jason Jake, rather, not Jason. I, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, who knows. Everyone uh, wants to go with Jason <laughs> at the moment. Uh, and Blaine, she does want Jake to, to perhaps join her in, back in her bed, in the marital bed, and he said he misses her. Um, she seems pleased that he's missed her, and she moves back in. Oh, they have the laughing challenge oh, as well. Oh,
1: loved that. Okay. We made a commitment on this podcast to have one reference to the Office UK. Every week. Yeah. <laughs> this is David Brent doing his, like, team building talk. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> woo The laughing challenge. I have another office reference for really? later as well. Yeah. Wow. So we're going to cram in too. I would hate this. I love it. I <laughs> yeah, if you're like I could do it with you. No problem. But I wouldn't necessarily – I just – the – Fake, like, I, I don't know. Does it actually lead to real laughing? I've never done it. What's <laughs> happening to me right <laughs> now, Jane? <laughs> ha ha ha! <laughs> Three to five minutes. It's Jake's worst nightmare. Um, it's hilarious. Beck thinks Jake is too serious
1: and she thinks she's a bit of a riot. I mean, I have never seen Beck smile, <laughs> <laughs> apart from in this challenge, but even then, I don't feel like she was really smiling. It was, was also, like,
0: of... kind of frightening the way she laughed. It was. It was
1: intense. But she's a riot.
0: You know, she's right. She's love right. Okay, <laughs> let's go to Alana and Jason since I've talked about them so much. Okay, yeah. so these two in the commitment ceremony have a great sex life. It's all about the sex. In fact, even the experts, whenever they see them, they're like, here's our, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> high
1: <High-fiving> our, <everyone.
0: laughs> our competent, sexy couple. <laughs> she she just sits on the couch and is just like, it's great when we have sex, he uh, makes sure that I come too. <laughs> They've ble- no, they yeah. out, outcome. He always
1: makes sure that I beep. And then it like cuts to Belinda and Patrick being like, what? <laughs> come, come where? <laughs> to <it> pocket. <park> <laughs>
0: and then Alessandra's like, well, he's a generous guy. And I'm like, why is it generous if a guy does that yeah. for a girl? But if a girl does that for a guy, it just is. True. It's They're just- like giving him like
1: a purple heart badge <laughs> <and> like medals. <laughs> Um, oh, Jason. But he was very confident. We did see, like, those Skype calls that Alessandra did with him before the show started, and even he was supremely confident about his skills so, there.
0: So confident. He was like, I don't care what it is. I'm going to gonna, I, I'm gonna be a freak <laughs> at it. I'll kill it. He's like, he's, he's like I'm not just going to meet the expectation. I'm going beyond that. I'm going beyond. It's bringing Oof. the freak. Alana, meanwhile, wants more of an emotional connection, and Jason doesn't know what that is. Doesn't know. It's a bit of a worry. <laughs> (laughs) Alessandra pays them a personal visit to do some eye gazing and she's added some lovely genital cupping. Cupping (laughs) So they're
1: allowed to Well, they have to stare at each other. Staring. It was Was like half melt kind of as well, weren't they? Were they sort of hugging? Or was it just a single hand? I think
0: it was just a single hand. A single hand cupping, but no caressing. No movement. Just cupping. This is
1: a lot. And and it s- they felt, both started tearing up. They both started crying. It was amazing. <laughs> it was like... I actually, honestly, just shout out to Alessandra. I feel like what she's brought to the show, like, because it, it's sort of half hokey and half where I'm like, God, this actually, these actually seem like kind of really useful... Things for these people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not for me. I'm not doing <laughs> that. I'm not cupping anything. <laughs> oh so Don't look at me. Don't talk to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm leaving the room. <laughs> um, and the cupping led to some lovely spaghetti bolognese. Now, this was actually a really nice moment. He made the worst spaghetti bolognese they're i like mean disgusting. it was minced
1: like straight he's, into he's, a he's cold pan cooked before you microwaves everything yeah he had his jamie oliver cookbook out but it wasn't open <laughs> yeah it was like a t- it was like a dolmio sauce <laughs> i don't know what jamie oliver is helping you with and then he pulls out the
0: noodles and they're just like half of are just hanging from the <laughs> pot he has a completely all lost at sea and then alana comes home tries the disgusting meal mm. gives it she's like you can tell <laughs> Yeah. You can literally hear the glugginess while they're chewing, and she's like nine out of ten; it's really delicious. And then in her in the moment, she's like, "It wasn't very yum at all," but he was being yeah. so lovely, and that was really that is the time not to be honest. Mm, mm. And look what happens: everyone feels good. Yeah, Alana vomits in the toilet afterwards. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, um, cupping his soul in that
1: moment. <laughs>
0: these two have got real potential. As long as Jason can figure out what emotions are.
1: Yeah. And he doesn't cook any chicken. Because it could be. Well, honestly. Anything. Just don't cook Mints can be okay, can't it? If it's like not properly cooked. Can uh, you eat mints raw? Uh, I wouldn't. I mean, there is... Push comes to shove. There is a steak... Da,
0: da, da, da. Da. <laughs> <laughs> but I personally am not eating raw mints mm. on any day of the week.
1: I wonder how... Pastel adjacent compares to pastel la Troy. I feel like <laughs> pastel la Troy might be better than no, pastel la Jason. Wow. Big cool. Would love to try At least it, it was like a honed recipe, pastel la Troy. Like he's made it heap so he knows what he's doing.
0: Belinda and Patrick. Now, these two, this was not the week for them in terms of, well, no, I think it worked out pretty good, but I can imagine just how terrifying this week was for them. D- during the commitment ceremony, we discover that Patrick's quite good with Spanish. Oh, that's right. <laughs> little flirtatious chat with Alessandra. <laughs> <laughs> you could see she was holding herself back. <laughs> um, they both write stay. obviously. They, they've gone straight from no boyfriend, no girlfriend, to having, like, a spouse. So, like, everything's... What?
1: Although, real news interjection. I forgot to put this in the real bit. Ben Thomas actually brought this news to me. Apparently, both of them have been lying about their <gasps> uh, relationship experience. And are not as incel. This is what Ben Thomas said, quote unquote, not as incel as they've promised to be. I was about to say, <laughs> what does incel mean? Voluntary celibate. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. right. both had relationships and people have been coming out of the woodwork and saying, you know, fake news.
0: Alessandra paid them a visit as well. Belinda is freaking out. I want to know what the ethics are here pressuring people into being intimate when they don't want to be. I know.
1: And just being like, just share a bed. Maybe not with them, but particularly with like Sam and Cameron, like people who are just actively not even. Yeah. And they're like, I just think what you need to do is share a bed.
0: I mean, I think in that instance it's not so bad because those two are adults and um, Patrick and Belinda are children <laughs> <laughs> who have no idea what they're doing. Oh. And I feel, like, I feel like Sam and Cam can stand up for themselves. If, if neither of them want to share a bed, they won't share a bed. Whereas these two, I feel like they're very much taking their lead from right. what they think they're supposed to do. You could see it when they did the t- like trying to tangle and tangle themselves. Or oh, that was just like legs shoes. That was akimbo, and, a a <laughs> and uh, it was all knobbly. And then they just uh, knee striking. and like the touching of the knee, kind of like patting a knee. But she was oh. she was absolutely hating it. You could tell she was hating it. Yeah, and it is that thing of like when you're put in a situation. You know, when like the cameras are on and everyone's telling you this is what you have to do, it can be very, very hard. I would imagine to be like, I don't, I don't mm. want to do this. If you're kind of a submissive personality or someone who thinks that, like, she feels like perhaps she's ignorant to all these things and this is what you're supposed to do, I just don't really feel like they were given clearly given an option like you don't have to do this to if do you're this. not comfortable. Unless that was something that was done off camera, who knows? I'd like to think so. Mm. They also did melting hugs and and gazing. The gazing was the, and the. when they intertwined. Intertwining their. Yeah, their, they um, did
1: not do the makeout, the 10 minute make-out. No, no. Uh, they, but they did a melty hug and that went well, didn't it? I think so. Melty hugs always go well. I love the melty hug. I guess. Belinda, yeah, Belinda basically, they were like, the ball's in your court. Patrick's down to clown. You just do whatever you want. <laughs> so eventually she saw. They, they did a gazy thing, didn't they? Yeah. And then she did Yeah.
0: yeah then, then they then did she the did kiss. A little kiss. Oh, that was cute. That was real cute. And it wasn't their first kiss. They did kiss, I think, at the like on their wedding day, but they hadn't been really anything since then. So that was nice to get them reconnected in that way.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, who have we got left? Have we just got the big two left. Um, I think so. Oh, yes. have we done
0: Bryce and R- Melissa? Oh, uh, Bryce and Melissa. Okay. Ugh. Commitment ceremony. Look, <laughs> Bryce is just a disaster. She's got most of the features he likes. <laughs> just one
1: one missing just the eye color the old eyes <laughs> and he will not let it go he will not let it go it's so embarrassing and weird i mean do you feel like you've hit the jackpot having blue eyes <laughs> <I> eyes <mean. laughs> <Nice. laughs> <laughs> yeah. are there I'm, other people out there who
0: have this like tell me someone who's fascinated with brown eyes i want to know <laughs>
1: it's like when you're a kid and you only know like this is my favorite color yeah, this is my, you know like it's it's so inane and yeah. stupid. It is crazy, and, and it's it, kind of tense. Like it's a little bit, you know, he's like blonde hair, blue eyes.
0: Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, I, I I hear what you're saying.
1: You know what I mean? I know, I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. Just let it
0: hang in the air. Okay. So as someone with brown eyes as well, it makes me feel quite small. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to be with Bryce, so I'm okay with yeah. it. Yeah. He's coming round
1: to the green, though. He's he hasn't been- mentioned Brown. I don't know where Brown sits in his rankings. <laughs> Brown very is very Albert town. Like- green is kind of okay. At night, I think he sort of had a mention when he was like, looking at Melissa at night, and he's like, oh, they're actually not that bad. Oh, no, it was when they were doing their
0: – it was when they were doing eye gazing, and he said, um, yeah, they're quite nice. They're not that bad. I haven't seen them in the day. <laughs>
1: The daytime. It was a light thing. Oh my god, it's so crazy.
0: He admits to having had a lifelong problem with being judgmental. You don't say. And Melissa just spends the whole time pretending everything is fine, which you'll see as we get to in the in the dinner party during their eye gazing. They do get really close. He can't help but kiss her, which I thought was cute, and then she says it's the closest she's ever felt to him, but then he brings out the your eyes aren't that bad after all. <laughs> like, there are better ways to say it. Again, if that's what's in your mind, instead of saying not that bad after all mm. or she's not ugly, not at ugly. least you're not ugly, say something like, wow, your eyes are actually beautiful.
1: Yeah, I was such a dick <laughs> <laughs> for all these And then, then
0: he says, he, he nearly got there. He said, you actually have quite nice eyes. And he didn't just leave it there. He added, regardless of the colour. <laughs> and she said, they're not a deal breaker, are they? And he says, I don't think so. Uh.
1: <laughs> it's so crazy. Also, green eyes are rare.
0: Green eyes are like, like you should. Yes, a celebration. It really is. If
1: you're all about, you know. I tell
0: people that I've got brown green eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I have brown eyes. <laughs> Um, Next day Melissa wakes up Bryce leaves abruptly Without explanation Oh this pathetic man He's away for hours He says he went for a walk And she asks why And he admits that He had said to her that morning Okay I'm Bryce You're Melissa okay okay. What are you wearing today? Clothes Fuck you I'm out
1: of here (laughs) <laughs> Fuck you! Why? Why are you being a smart ass? <laughs> just it, the fragility of Bryce. Yeah, unbelievable. He just to storm s- out for hours because she just made a not even funny, real hack, sarcastic comment. Do you think it was
0: him? Him asking her what she was wearing was his way of like. He was being vulnerable. Like I'm asking you a question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and you came back with a smart ass comment. Because yeah. he was really, really sensitive to Sam on the Bucks night. They went back, they they did a flashback to the Bucks night when Sam Bryce was the first guy there. Sam walks in and said, Oh, you're you're, you're a bit nervous. nervous. And it basically it, from that moment onwards, Bryce was like, You're cut, mate. I am gunning <sighs> for you. What a horrible thing to say to someone.
1: Took such offense to the most innocuous comment. Yeah. And like when they played it back. For the things that we've heard Sam say <laughs> about people, that is just nothing. Like, it was literally just, I think, Sam being vulnerable as yes, well. Yes. You know, trying to be like, hey, bro, like, <laughs> yeah. hope you're okay. It was, it was actually big for Sam.
0: Anyway, but, uh, Melissa stands up for herself on this one. She's mad. She confronts him. She says when he shuts down, it hurts her. He's like, well, that's just how I process things. Are you questioning me as a person? <laughs> She's like, I have let a lot of things slide, but I am shaking over this. Uh, he reckons the smart-ass comment was triggering. He's not – then he has, Then he does have a real vulnerable moment, okay? And I say it's a real vulnerable moment because I saw actual tears unlike Mike Gunner who mm-hmm. could not cry tears. Yes. actual tears. Mm-hmm. He said her comment was triggering. I think he perhaps has been, had smart-ass GFs in the past. Who knows? Uh, he's not proud of his behaviour. He sees other people being defensive when they hear things they don't – want to hear and he thinks it's yuck and then he looks at himself and is like why do I do that I don't want to be like that
1: mm. so it's going to
0: take some work I I felt for him for a split second
1: yeah he did seem he genuine. he seemed He stressed
0: po- <laughs> then at the dinner party he went absolutely off the charts he apologises <laughs> tells her it's not her fault they have a tender hug it seems legit I'm confused uh, and then they have a lovely message and things are looking up
1: mm. was she wearing clothes it, like during this time she wasn't lying about. What? Like Don't, when she said, I'm wearing clothes today. Oh, oh she did. yeah. She I came mean, she was, through she was, on she, promise. Yeah, there she was wasn't.
0: No, she, but she did, She did. I noticed that Like, she took her bra off in front of the cameras for the yeah, message. Yeah,
1: intimate when that happens.
0: Yeah. Do you do that on a beach? Sometimes. Only, like, if I'm laying face down, I'm just and I'm like, my like, arms rigidly yeah. at my side. <laughs> you got to keep like, them there. And then no sideboard so peeking out.
1: In case there's an emergency mm. and you need to. Buckle up and go.
0: <laughs> if I'm on my own, I might, um, I might, I might do a little topless sunbathe. Um, on a beach. No, oh, God. <laughs> no, in a fortress <laughs> with fourteen foot high walls. Sunbathing and not in another it. <laughs> soul for sixteen miles radius. <laughs> Definitely not.
1: <laughs> oh dear.
0: Gosh. We've
1: got the two biggies. We've Got the two
0: biggies. Okay. Commitment ceremony. Cam and Samantha. Uh, Samantha says leave. Cam says stay. He's going to move back in. He's got. He's saying all the right things. He's going to stick to his morals. He's not going to lo- look elsewhere because you remember that we left last week with him and Coco having the beginning of some flirtations. Mm-hmm. Um, walks back into the apartment. Says as he walks through the door, first thing he says to Sam is, "Oh, you have to clean."
1: Oh, rude. <laughs> she did though. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I did like. It's a real shame that Samantha's kind of been. Framed as like the outsider on this main storyline of Sam and Coco, Cam and Coco, sorry. Because she's great. Like she's so, she has these really funny little moments, and yeah. I feel like we've only seen a tiny bit of her, and she was meant to be a lot more. But does- when she was like, God, I've got to clean the fake tan off the <laughs> toilet. And like so the sheets were like brown. Yeah, she's so like, so I'll give him the least, the
0: least fake tanned t- pillowcase. <laughs> oh, I like She's it. really excited about intimacy week. She does a little sing and dance while she's putting the milk away because she's so excited about it. Meanwhile, Cam is like shitting bricks or carrots. <laughs> um, Alessandra visits these guys as well and says that one secret ingredient to both love and sex is laughter. And so she makes them do the, the laugh thing. Mm-hmm. Um, can't remember how they went with that, to be honest. Uh, no. Makes them do the melty hug, heart to heart, belly to belly. And, and, and Cam's just checked out. Like, he's, he's going through the motions. He's checked out. And this is one of those ones where they're on different pages because mm-hmm. Sam's like, this is great. This is working. I feel like we're getting closer after our hiccups. Yeah. And meanwhile, Cam's just like, I'm just doing the thing.
1: Yeah. And I'm thinking about Coco constantly. Yeah.
0: They're back in bed together. I did not need to see Cam and his jocks, just for the record. Yet here we are. Uh, <laughs> in the morning, Sam is like, I'm ready for a. A good good day, but she didn't look like that. She didn't look like she looked like well, I look like in the morning, <laughs> which is this. Oh, you can't see it, but it's like this. <laughs> I'm ready for a good good day. They talk about farm life and kids, and Sam's feeling hopeful that they both have the same kind of uh, future goals. But Cam wants the same things, just not with Samantha. He wants yeah. to bring a Pilates studio to the country. Yeah, yeah. Um, Samantha. Oh, then then he goes and meets up with Coco. So he's like. I've gone for a sandwich. Now I'm going for a drink. He's just making the most of the um, the expenses, really. <laughs> uh, Sam goes to the hairdressers. Cam sends Coco a message if she wants to go for a drink and a catch up. Um,
1: I thought. They weren't allowed their phones on this show. No, well, how else are they going to DM each other? I know, but it's almost like they're they're pushing for that now. Oh, like, they like certainly like chopped are. up your credit, <laughs> yeah. Because you see, I mean, you saw um,
0: at one point you saw Patrick like scrolling through the Daily Mail
1: mm. and being
0: like, "woman, uh, woman who are with ugly partners are happier." <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, <that's> right. <laughs> Probably was the headline too. What about? They close them, like have a closed MAFS network, phone network. Give them new burner phones, but under the premise you could use them all you want, but everything that you send and every phone call you make is recorded and <laughs> part of the show. Yes.
0: Oh that they would be a, that. That, <laughs> that would be incredible. <laughs> I'd love that. Um I don't think that that would stop these two at all. Coco no. Coco and Cam are hot for each other. They do a lot of talking about not wanting to step on anyone's toes or um, all that kind of mm. thing, but they still can't help but hang out.
1: It's palpable when she's like, don't look at me like that, Cameron, and he's like smiling. At that like, moment, it's so real. I was like,
0: totally. And so mm. then what unfolded at the dinner party was, I can see why Coco was so destroyed mm-hmm. by what took place at the dinner party. Um, Sam and Coco didn't have any int- intimacy week stuff, by the way. No. They didn't do a single thing. She touches his hand. He wants to kiss her, but he doesn't because he's got Samantha in his mind. It doesn't sit well with him to go behind people's backs to catch up, and Coco is like, you're preaching to the choir, mate. So they're both in this kind of moral bind. She has a cry, they have a hug, and they're basically like, what do we do next? And there's kind of this implied thing between them that they're going to have to do something in order for them to be together, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't think they Mm -hmm. said that explicitly, but it was kind of there. Like, this is something that's real. It's special. I'd rather be with you. We're going to have to do something about this. And neither of us want to be doing the dirty on our partners. Yeah. Well, particularly Sam. Well. They're both called Sam, particularly against yeah. Samantha.
1: And um, also they probably don't want to include anything about them actually leaving the show to pursue a real relationship because that's no, not no, no, it's good be, for the... No, no, the it's good not old. good for the
0: Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Kike and Sam had a workout together. She actually wrote leave at the, at the commitment ceremony and he wrote Stay. Which is wild. Crazy. Bryce had Sam up at the dinner party and said he sounded like a dickhead because he was saying that uh, Coco's one-liners would make anyone cringe, <laughs> that she's so full on, oh. uh, all the other things that he said. But, Jane, he's just
1: attacking your personality. <laughs> he's just being honest. <laughs> I don't know what your problem is. He's not just attacking his <laughs> own personality because he's also, you know, he doesn't love your hot dog body either. His and chest and mm-hmm. whatnot. Just not, mm-hmm. a, not
0: his type. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, he walks out after Bryce has a go at him. Intimacy week is not very intimate for these two. Um, Yeah, as you say, they have a little fitness session. Uh, Things are kind of going well with them in as much as they can. They're being amicable and civil. Coco obviously got a lot of head time with, um, whoa, don't, whoa, whoa. whoa. I mean, mean, she's thinking a lot in her head (laughs) about Cam.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that was the main it was just an all-interview. She's like, you know, this is fine because I'm thinking about someone else. Yeah. You never know what's going to yeah. happen. You never know what's around the corner. She knows what's around the corner, though, because she does a tarot
0: reading for herself. Yes. Um, the uni-
1: what, what card did she get? The happily ever after universe card. Yeah, she
0: believes in signs from the universe and angels and angel numbers and all of that stuff. And she, she revealed that tarot made who come on the experiment. And so why would she not consult the cards to see where it's all going to go? She drops one, which for some people is like a huge sign. Whatever's on that card is incredibly significant. And it was the Ten of Cups. Cupping genitals. (laughs) It's surprising it's actually not about cupping genitals. It it represents happily ever after somehow. Uh, And she believes it's a sign that her and Cam are meant to be together. Which takes us. I believe it. (laughs) To the dinner party. Oh. Together with KiwiBank, the Spin-Off Podcast Network is proud to announce When the Facts Change with Bernard Hickey, your essential weekly guide to the intersection of economics, business and politics in Aotearoa.
1: Hello, I'm Bernard Hickey. I'm a little bit obsessive about how the economy and interest rates and politics and business works. And I love talking about it. And we're going to start a weekly podcast on the spin-off, brought to you in association with KiwiBank, called When the Facts Change. New Zealand faces some huge changes in the next decade or two around how to deal with climate change and how to deal with housing affordability and how to make our economy more productive, dealing with technology change. And those are the things we're going to be talking about on When the Facts Change, a weekly podcast with the spin-off brought to you in association with KiwiBank.
0: Coming soon to the Spinoff Podcast Network, together with KiwiBank, new episodes of When the Facts Change with Bernard Hickey will be released each Friday. Subscribe now at your favourite podcast provider to make sure you don't miss an episode. And then on to the dinner party, which we cannot get into without first talking about Coco's outfit.
1: Coco's dress, as (laughs) Sam called it. This was a skin-tight, sort of bejeweled black bodysuit. This is how she described it in
0: Coco's own amazing words. Skin tight, see-through, cheeks pop titties drop in head-to-toe rhinestone bodysuit. Coco's back, baby, and she's shining! <laughs> and she's right. She is glowing. <laughs> she looks incredible. Literally one person can pull off that outfit and it's Coco. In the whole entire universe. Can you imagine trying to put that on? <laughs> Can you imagine trying to go to the toilet once you've got it on?
1: <laughs> I just
0: true. Like maybe it's got a, domes. I don't know. I, I don't know. D- I don't, I feel D- like, like it's very, very prone to to pull pulling to, to like letters. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you get, if you get yourself <laughs> caught on someone's zipper, as you are going in for a hug? Like it's all over. The whole yeah. outfit's falling apart. And so she had sort of a, a, a G-string? It was like a a, a g string bodysuit
1: thing. Oh, the whole thing was connected under. So yeah. you didn't see the whole uh, the whole ass. Was whole there. ass Everyone was, there. was staring at it all night, and you know. And he, who she's wouldn't? like walking past
0: walking past the dudes. there sat on the couch, and she's like doing around walking past the couch. She's, her bottom, lovely bottom, is at eye level. <laughs> uh, look, I, you couldn't fault. If my husband was sat there looking, I would be like. Fair enough. In fact, I would
1: be looking to. Yeah. (laughs) So we'll just pull up a chair and (laughs) do the (laughs) gaze. And
0: and she loves it. She's at least she's one of these it's not like sometimes you see people who are like, Dressed to impress, they've got everything going on, and then they're like, stop staring at me. Like, maybe, like, Beck would do that. Be like, why are you looking at really me like objectifying a me. piece of sex on a stick? Yeah. Um, whereas Coco's like, I'm sex on a stick. Yeah. Come take a
1: bite. She's, like, wiggling around the room. <laughs> and then when Cam comes in, I feel like there was probably some deftly edited bit where she did, like, almost, like, a legally blonde, like, bend and snap. Like, <laughs> it was just
0: amazing. I loved it. Uh, Russell's commentary on it was that it was a, sp- a sparkly swims suit thing, I
1: don't have the pins to pull that off. <laughs> no one does, Russell, don't worry. But just back to Sam, who say, you know, she's got this dress on. Sam's a fashion designer. Okay. Sam is not a fashion designer. <laughs> Do I, you think Sam does, like, drop
0: shipping for, like, track
1: pants? Yeah. On he's, AliExpress. He's on
0: AliExpress. He's, <laughs> he's bringing in track pants and quilted, quilted jackets. <laughs> and he's, he's hiking up the price and probably selling three or four. We know he's a tradie. We know he's a tradie. We know he's a tradie. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, Bryce versus Sam is the big news of the dinner party. Bryce, right from the very beginning, before the dinner party, was ready to lay into Sam. He felt like it was grand final day. He had been waiting for this all his life. Um, So
1: unattractive. So tightly coiled
0: up. Melissa hates conflict. Mm -hmm. She's basically ready to crawl back into her shell. This is before they even got into the car to go to the dinner party. Patrick's a weird one who gets involved in
1: all this stuff. I know. (laughs) I know. What a surprising role. So he... Knows that Bryce is going to pop off. Yeah. It's come through the maths group chat or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and so he, like, pulls Sam aside at the dinner par- b- before the dinner party to warn him that a storm's coming. Yeah. I also love the way that um, Bryce characterized the storm, completely misunderstanding the metaphor. There's a storm coming. I'm going to catch the rain and start spitting out drops. Sam's way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't think that, like, I think you're supposed to be the storm. Yeah. You're not like, you're not waiting for the storm, chasing and- the storm to catch the elements <laughs> <laughs> to like redistribute. Quite, quite poetic though, <laughs> to his credit. Yeah, I mean, kind of confused. But so Patrick tells Sam that there's droplets coming. Yeah.
0: And he wants to be the support for Sam because he thinks that Sam hasn't got anyone, which is probably true. I think it, Sam was accurately described by the experts as a lone wolf. Mm. He does seem to be someone who he's not been like seeking uh, counsel from anyone else. He's just, like, doing his own horrible thing, but at least he just kind of owns that's what he's doing. Meanwhile, Rusty can cook a steak well done that you could (laughs) cut with the handle of a spoon. (laughs) Now, this, the significant wording in here is a well-done steak that you could do that with. Because well-done steaks, uh, typically, you know, well-done steak's not your preferred steak because it's it's tough, it's a bit Mm. chewy.
1: So how is he achieving that?
0: Because he's a fucking barbecue genius right. as hell.
1: Low and slow. Low and slow, like a brisket.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sam
1: baits Bryce, kind
0: of confronts him in the room. He, Sam is sitting there like an agitated yeah, freak. He's
1: like watching, he's like DJing <laughs> the corner of the couch, <laughs> like watching Bryce have conversations. And you just see him like, so he's just like, well, I'm going to yell, so I'm going okay. to He's just like, <laughs> Bryce! <laughs> like, just screams across the dinner party. <laughs> They're um, not even at the table yet. Yeah, just in the... What is that little... like The, 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 the departure pa- lounge. <laughs> <laughs> the departure lounge. <laughs> the departure lounge for the party. And then it's all kicking
0: off. Oh, it's gonzo this, gonzo that. <laughs> Bryce tries to draw everyone in. Uh, who else... This is this is your David Brent moment. Yeah. <laughs> who else here thinks he was being disrespectful? Who else thinks I'm a better boss than Neil? <laughs>
1: who thinks I'm more of a laugh than Neil? <laughs> Oh, it was so cringe, and everyone was just like, Bryce, shut up. up, But Sam was loving it. Like, Sam was just tunnel vision, sparring. They both just, think they're so cool. There were two
0: very different emotions going on in the room. Like, for for Sam, it was, like, sport. Yeah. And he was definitely agitated. Mm -hmm. But for Bryce, he was, like, like he couldn't help it. Like, he could not contain himself. He was a volcano rumbling away, and I, I think there's... Oh, my God, did you hear my stomach?
1: No, I thought that was me. Just as I said, like, a volcano
0: rumbling away, my stomach was like, I want in. I thought
1: it was my throat. If
0: you didn't pick that up, if you didn't hear that, by the way, my stomach just made a very big rumble. (laughs) Anyway, Melissa's very embarrassed throughout this whole thing. And Cam comes to Bryce's defence. Which is huge. Which is huge. Because
1: they are, as we know, Sam and Cameron have sort of distant, a distant friendship on the, on the outside world. Well,
0: sort of, but also Cam wants his lady, so, you know. Mm. And then Sam's like, I wouldn't if I were you, Cam. I got some dirt on you. And I'm like, ooh, it's all going to come out.
1: I feel like Sam spent the afternoon just frantically writing on some sort of ancient scroll a list of insults <laughs> and things that he could dig up if needed. Like, the gonzo thing. He just would not let it go. Like, Sam brought up that he'd seen Melissa crying. Oh, yeah. Several times yeah. outside his apartment. And Melissa's like, what? And Bryce is like, she never cries. <laughs> it's like, I have seen Melissa cry more times than I have seen my own family this year. <laughs> I
0: believe him as well. Yeah. Because he says he's seen her crying. He doesn't say, I don't think he expressly says to Melissa and <coughs> Bryce, but he says it in his In The Moment interview that he's seen her on the balcony. Mm. So she doesn't realise she's been seen. So she's saying, no, you haven't, no, you haven't, you're lying. But actually, I mean, we know she's been spent, like, the last three weeks or however long in tears <laughs> yeah. constantly. And she's just uh, just not in front of Bryce because she so doesn't want to create conflict that she's just internalising it all.
1: So there's this moment where, like, Sam goes in and acknowledges there's clearly something going on. He's seen Melissa crying a lot, but then can't resist being like, you probably poked her in the eye with your big gonzo nose. It's just, like, the most intense shit I have ever seen. So personal. Starting to attack each other's, like, careers oh, yeah. and radio personality. <gasps> Sam and- says to Bryce, for someone who works on a
0: radio station, I thought you'd be a lot funnier. You've got the personality of a doormat, and that's an insult to doormats. Oh. All the guys, this is at the table, all the guys, like, just descend to try and break it up, Mm. even though they're on opposite sides of the table. They're not actually going to, like, swing at each other. I don't feel like either of these guys are going to swing at each other. And then Sam does the worst. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm just worried about you, mate. Like, real condescending, sarcastic. Bro, I'm just worried about your career because you're so shit on the radio. You're such a shit person. You must be shit on the radio. I'm just looking out for you, bro. And that... Is when we get our first wine throw of the season <laughs> from Bryce to Sam. Oh, only well, really, mostly just Patrick. Mostly Patrick, yeah.
1: Call <laughs> <Paul laughs> the fray. The I thought it was water. Well, was what, it, whatever it was. Cause, cause, because because I've been watching it um, on YouTube. So I get the Australian ads, and there's a bit after that happened where Mar- it's like Martha promoting some maths on demand, and she's like, hmm, water, cute. <laughs> oh, like drinking a red wine. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Okay, well, she, he threw water. And saturated poor Patrick. Poor Patrick. But now that I know
0: that it's water, I'm like, okay, that's it's not so bad. Not so bad. <laughs> I mean, if you're so going to throw something, water's fine. It's still shocking. Still shocking, but I love that it's the guys this time, and I love yeah. that it's only the second
1: dinner party. <laughs>
0: like, it's, surely they're still just trying to remember each other's names at this point. I know.
1: I was worried at the start of the season... You know, I've said a lot of things that have already proven to be completely untrue, that it was going to be more um, serious <laughs> and heartfelt, and I was worried there wouldn't be any drama. But this dinner party was so good. It was re- and that's not even everything.
0: No. that's uh, that, that, All that whole thing really sucked for Melissa, by the way, mm-hmm. as the experts talked in depth about – um, but we don't really have time. We don't have, we have time for you, Melissa. Don't, <laughs> don't worry. Um, Coco and Cam. So we left them, you'll remember we were talking about it earlier in the pod, we left, left them basically planning their future together, very much looking like they were irresistible to each other and there was a real connection. Lots of smiles and eyes across the table in the edit. Then he goes and sits down her into the table. And at that point... They both start confiding, mm. Coco with the gals mm-hmm. and Cam with the with the guys, what's going on? Yeah. Without having revealed this to either of their partners. So it's like, loose lips, guys. Like It's seemingly a lot of people already know.
1: It seemed like everyone knew already. Yeah. Whether it was like the group chair again, you know, yeah. back, <laughs> ruining the producers' lives. Or just the fact that it's you can just see it. Yeah. And you can feel it straight away.
0: Okay. So... The whole table's pretty much in on it before long. And then Coco's like, I'm just going to have to talk to Sam about it. Sits down to talk to Sam, Mm -hmm. Samantha, and says, it would appear on the surface that Cam and I would be good together. Uh, This is what other people are saying. People are talking. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing... There's nothing there. Um, And then she's like, there's nothing. Samantha says, there's nothing there between Cam and I. I give you my blessing. But it's just self-protection. She goes into the bathroom, has a crush. She's obviously very, very hurt. She's Mm. been cheated on for the last five years by the father of her children. Um, She's not loving it, but she's trying to be stoic. I feel so bad for her.
1: I feel terrible, terrible for her. But she did like... Very maturely, you know, that conversation could have gone a million different ways. Oh, yeah. She should stand up and be like, as soon as there's any suggestion, it's just like, oh, it's over. You know, like, I'm not even going to bother. Yeah. My time's too precious, which I kind of respect. Cam is annoyed
0: at Coco for talking to Samantha without consulting him first. Now, I can kind of understand that, that perhaps they would Mm -hmm. like to just figure out exactly what's going on before she goes and talks to the wife. But also, at the same time, you're happy, you keep, he keeps talking about how he doesn't want to go behind people's backs and yeah. that he's got such a strong connection with Coco, and that there's no, he just feels nothing for Sam. I think he just feels like bummed, not bummed, but kind of like he wanted to look like the good guy to be able to, to say it to Samantha first. Yeah. But I feel like
1: he would never have gotten around to it, to be I honest. I don't think so. Yeah. I think he's very concerned with how he's coming across on the show and, and would, would wanted to stage manage it a bit. Absolutely.
0: Um, and and that is, was evidenced by what happened next, which is <laughs> Patrick gets, in, gets up and does a speech and says, and then <laughs> Sam... <laughs> Coco's husband just yells out, I wish Coco and Cam all the best, which, like, dick move to do that in front of Samantha. Like, yes. as if suddenly Coco and Cam are together now.
1: Made it much worse, threw petrol on an already blazing fire. <laughs> <It> really, really <laughs> did. And
0: then Coco's like, it's just room chat. She's playing everything down, screaming,
1: there's nothing there. <laughs> nothing there. Stop making it sound like we're rooting. Yeah, and
0: Cam's like, oh, yeah, Coco and I have got a connection, but I've got a connection with lots of people. And this is so, this is him absolutely mm. shitting on Coco as well. Mm-hmm. He didn't have her back at all. He basically implied like there was completely nothing there. Why was everyone getting so worked up? But at the same time, Coco also kept talking about how. It's the room. Keep saying people at the table. Yeah. we're not nothing. No, i on. taking any responsibility. <laughs> no one was taking any responsibility. Samantha dropped her ring on the table. She's done. She doesn't want any part of this marriage anymore. Coco is not sure she's interested in Cam anymore. She's really you could like you could see it on her face how mm. disappointed she was because it, it just like in the end all of that shit might not be worth it. You know. Yeah.
1: But it, it, it might have been had it played out differently. You know, like, had they actually talked about it? Like, I do think she kind of botched it as well. Yeah, yeah. If they had talked about it properly and had, like, a real, I don't know, a serious, obviously this is not television, this is life, but if they had done it at the commitment ceremony yeah. and, and come clean about it in a not scandalous way, just being really honest, maybe they could have been reframed as a new couple and, and yeah. kept on the show. But now yeah. I just, I feel like they're in peril, they are in What's peril. I don't know, but I can't wait
0: to find out. That was the week that was on Did it? Wow! We'll be back next week when Alex Casey is officially <gasps> on staff at the spinoff.
1: Very exciting! I can't. How's Coco going to get out of that jumpsuit? We just many questions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think they're going to show us. Mm. Um, that's, that's just going to be one of the great mysteries uh, that will forever remain mm. out of the back of AU. It is a legendary outfit, though. I'm gonna do stuff as... No, I'm not. What am I even saying? Don't even think I about love it. it.
1: No, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. I, no, I'm going to buy got your nothing. body stocking. I got nothing I'm buying your body stocking. Popping or dropping <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> we're matrons. We're matrons.
0: Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Jonathan, for recording. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Thank you to the spin off members. And thank you to our lovely cornies, especially to Alice Sani. Alice Sarning.
1: I'm sorry. Oh. Thank you, Jane. And I'm sorry. And <laughs> yeah,
0: thank you. And I'm sorry also. Bye. See
1: you next time. <laughs>